Welcome back to the Final Whistle Podcast. I'm your host today, Javon. You already know, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey guys, it's Hav. Uh, welcome back to uh, our news episode of the Final Whistle. Uh, we are actually uploading on a Friday night, and I hope you all enjoy the content. It's just some quick content of what happened within the week. And then again, I hope you all will enjoy what we have for you tonight. So, Javon, can you say what will kickstart off? Kickstart with, with first. All right, guys, welcome back to the final episode once again. We have a whole list of topics to get through tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome. Let's kick it off with Arsenal versus Liverpool, the big game of the weekend. Oh, yeah, it was definitely was. I'm going to have the Arsenal man take the lead at this one. Yeah. Uh, Javier, take over. Well, it was a really controversial weekend, especially with fans as well. Uh, you know, uh, VAR was something to be called as well because the first goal they said was offside and VAR wasn't working or something like that. They didn't call it offside for Martinelli goal. And then they're saying that for what? Saka goal. His open, his open uh, field goal was offside as well and that the five VAR cameras were not working and so forth. But it was still 1-3-2 though. And I mean, looking at that game, Arsenal was was dominated. They did not outplay Liverpool, but they were still dominating the game so far. People are still playing defensive, but I mean, common sense, defense win titles. That's like the most common thing ever, defense win titles. Uh, going into that game, Arsenal was pretty strong going into that game. Liverpool was weak going into that game because... Looking on their form, their form has not been pretty. Their form really has not been pretty. And even so far, they actually beat Rangers 7 1. But does that mean you're coming? Yeah, well, back? that was after. Uh, yeah, prior, prior, a... prior to that game, they did beat Rangers, I think, like 2 1 or something like that. And let I me be, get I that exact. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me get that exact scoreline. Um, in the meantime, hey, we saw Liverpool when Liverpool was going into this game. We both um, were expecting uh, more competitive. Competitive isn't necessarily the right word I'm looking for. I was just expecting more from Liverpool. For the first half, for the first half, Liverpool did look somewhat like the Liverpool of old after Arsenal scored that first goal. But in the second half, this was not even a contest. Arsenal were doing what Liverpool did to Arsenal a year and a half ago. Yeah, but uh, that's not an exaggeration. But then if you look at it, it's not like we totally kill them like that. We're... Liverpool, when when I look at the goals that they scored, Liverpool shouldn't have scored. Because when I'm watching the game, our midfield was getting a bit complacent because this... both goals that Liverpool scored, the midfield is just not working together. Mm. Yeah, that midfield I mean... looks weak. Their, their yeah. midfield looks weak. No? Yeah, but, well, our midfield, Arsenal midfield, no, no, no. Liverpool's uh, midfield. Liverpool, yeah, yeah, it does have the same yeah. energy. Yeah, they have a couple, couple of injuries as well. You know, Artemelo is out to the better than um, loan as well. So. But overall, Arsenal midfield was... I mean, it was good. But within the game, it seemed a bit complacent. And that's how Liverpool actually scored on us. Because that goal that Darren Nunes scored, I shouldn't have scored as well. Although Gabriel, Gabriel Mangales, he didn't get to hit the, hit the ball out. But still, if you prefer me to the goal as well, is there... That was a good goal. That was a, to me. That was a good goal. It was a good goal, and he's like one of the most outstanding player, outstanding player right now, still. Um, and consistent for Liverpool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, that goal should not have scored to me because when I look at it, pockets were in the midfield, 
And this is what Arsenal need to address in general. They need a midfielder who can retain the ball and keep possession. That's what they actually need. And I hope we get a player like that soon. Yeah. Even if they do get a player like that, who do they take out from the midfield? Who take leaves? Because Party's been excellent. Take out? Yeah, but remember, but remember again that he's he, he usually gets injured most times. And you know, like Arteta actually finally understands how to manage him better to prevent injury. But like when you need to change the game, you need a midfielder off the bench who can at least retain position and you know keep the game calm. I mean, Fabio Vera, he's he's mm, he's not that player who can keep the game calm. He's that player who can sell a direct ball to you so he can score. He's that type of player. You need someone who can control the game, control the tempo, slow it down, and you know keep the ball for a time for the, the attacking players can run forward. Move into space, receive the ball, and at least score a goal. We need a, we need a midfielder like that. Um, a similar profile to Tony Cruz, for example. So we actually need, yeah, 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 and and that and that's fair. Um, I think Vieira can do that. I haven't seen too much of him um this season, but mm. I think he he you might already have your midfielder. I think Arteta just needs to work on getting oh, him embedded so. in the side. I hope so too because I can save us some money. Just that so far, what I've seen from him is that he's that direct player who can change the pace of the game going forward. He can whip in a pass for you to score that goal. Like he whipping a pass to hold it to score a header in the Europa League. That was outstand, mm-hmm. outstanding. I just think mm-hmm. that Arteta just need to get more from him to see what else he can contribute to the game. But he's a good yeah, and if he, overall. If, uh, yeah, and even though Jaka is excellent, even if you have to sacrifice Jaka to mm-hmm. admit in him beside, because I I can see a midfield for Arsenal between Vieira, uh, Party, and Odegaard, or even Emil Smith Rowe when he comes back to full fitness. Yeah, uh, that, that that's somewhat of an excited midfield, and you already have your front three lighting mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Let, yeah. Yeah, let's switch gears here to um a Liverpool perspective. Okay. Okay, you start the game. Start the game. Um. Great, you you did some good things, but what happened? My question to you, because I know I you you can make yourself very um subjective and mm-hmm. um non biased. Yeah. What is your opinion on Liverpool in that in the overall game and how they approach this game? Because I've yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Liverpool, to honest, they. I cannot question what game plan they went in, but I know that they wanted to at least get a point from us, of course. Any team would. A team that's, on, that's actually on form right now, top of the table, I would be going with a mindset to try at least draw a point. It might not be in the best of form, but at least one, at least one point to draw or try to win. And mm-hmm. I mean, Liverpool is one of the biggest teams in England. Of course, they would want to win against a team like Arsenal, who's also one of the biggest teams in England overall. But still, uh, I Klopp has been struggling with tactics overall. And you know, he has injuries as well that have caused him to change his game and support. But it has been a really hard time for him to try and adapt to injuries like that. And also he has Darling Nunes with about four hundred million who has been struggling as well. So he needs time. I mean other players didn't get time, but he so far needs time. I mean every footballer adapts differently still, so I cannot be blaming him or rushing him into anything like that still. But Liverpool going into that game, they're not complacent. They wanted to get a point. They actually fought, but man. Yeah, that first I, half showed that they would showed their true intentions. Yeah. That's, to me, that yeah. first um 
they made it seem like they wanted all three. Which, yeah. why not? You know, you need the points. Yeah, of course. And you're going to get a team at Arsenal who's on form. You, you try to at least salvage the points from them in the season early. But that just wasn't the case. But then you have to talk about Mo Salah as well. He signed a new contract and he's just not putting in performance. Although a good performance from Tamiyasu as well in, in left back to keep him quiet. But I don't know about Salah, man. He's just not that dangerous player anymore right now. Since selling that new contract, I don't know what to say about him, but he's just not giving that vibe anymore as a winger who terrorized so many teams and we scored at these charity But he scored a hat trick. But he scored a hat trick in midweek. Yeah, midweek. But but this goes back to my Salah theory, though. This goes back to my Salah theory, and you yeah. know I always go on about it, and I know you're annoyed, but I'm going to say it for the viewers. So mm-hmm. the viewers is um for our listeners. Uh, my theory with Salah is that while he's a brilliant world-class player, he doesn't have the consistency of doing it world-class. And he'll say, oh, Javon, what are you talking about? This and that and the third. Um, My theory is that if you were supposed to put Salah's performances on a graph, (laughs) it'll be be that line graph. And you know this because I know you like your graphs. It'll Mm -hmm. be that line graph of here where it starts, the start of the season low, then it picks up mid-season, then it just drops again for the rest of the season. But and then I you'll mean, have patches where it, where it fluctuates. And while in that time where, it, where where it's at its peak, he does some world-class, excellent, best player right now stuff. Um, when it's at that time, the consistency and the drop-off is heavy. And mm-hmm. much like last season, there's been season before when that drop-off, apart from his first year where he was consistent right too, that okay. drop off cost Liverpool because when that drop off, Mane had to pick up, pick it up, and when he was there, he had to take the team. He took them to a final. Mane guided them down to the final whistle. No pun intended. Uh, for that <laughs> last league game, <laughs> for that last <laughs> league game. Um, and yeah, so I think that it's the same thing. That has been happening to Salah in the past. That's happening now. Mm-hmm. It's more evident because there's not a cover guy, or the team is not playing as well as it used to. Because previously, when the team was playing brilliantly, you would notice it because Mane is scoring goals, Jota is scoring goals, Firmino is doing his thing, the midfield is doing their thing, Liverpool are yeah. Liverpooling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I just made that word. Liverpool are Liverpooling, so mm-hmm. it would mask, and then you could have Salah play through it. But hey, Firmino has been their best player this season. Firmino's, Firmino and Diaz when he was fit because Diaz is not out until December with that yeah, injury. Yeah, injured. Yeah, and <laughs> boy, why are you I, laughing? I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm saying boy because Liverpool fans were killing me for that for that injury. I mean, it happens in football. I mean, they don't remember when they actually injured Party and Party was out for months. Like they don't remember that none at all. Facts. That like Facts. they don't. Like. It's just so unfair. I said, okay, we injured your player, but you did it to us too and cost us like our position in, 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 in the league as well. So it's 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 fair cheer fair cheer right now. Yeah, it's fair game. It's yeah. fair game. Yeah, but um not to spend too much too long too 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 long on this game. But this mm-hmm. was a brilliant game overall. Um mm-hmm. this was the marquee game of the weekend and it really was. Hats off to Arsenal. They, 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 they. If you compare them from a year ago, their mentality has completely changed. 
and yes. it's good to see. Yes. It's as a, as a Chelsea fan, it's good to see because I did that when we beat them, we want them to be at their best, you know. Mm. So it's top off here, Novanoir, whatever that saying is. Hmm. Manchester United. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why you want to talk about Manchester United, but you posed the question to me. And mm. what was that question? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, 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 you see, Manchester United right now are. They, they, they seem to be getting better. They seem to be getting better. And, so. Yeah, go ahead. So, so was, is that your question? Is. Because you said you I, wanted to ask me a question. Oh, that's your question to me. Honestly, coming from um, what's his name? But uh, what's what, what's it? It's not. It's it's not Solskjaer. Yeah, the people. It's not Solskjaer. What's his name? I, Ole. No, 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 no. After Ole, the interim manager. No, the interim. The inter. You're going back too far. Yeah, the interim manager. The the interim manager right after Soscar, man, the one who took over. See, you can't remember his name because it was trash. No, before before Carrick, before Carrick, the man that took over, the man the man that took over for half a season it was just horrible, and the team was. Is it Ralph Ragnick? I th- yeah, I think it was Ralph Ragnick. Definitely Ralph Ragnick. Yeah. So to answer your question, I think some of the games is that there some of the games that they won. They would have lost under Ralph Ragnick because he is he just did not turn out how it was supposed to be. And um you could say it's because he only had the dressing room for six months, so none of the players really listened to him. But some of these quote unquote players are playing a bit better, some are not. They won to one at the weekend. Shout out to Ronaldo for scoring his 700th goal. Let's give him a round of applause for that. But yeah, shout out to Ronaldo. Um, he scored his 700th goal uh, for club. And that's a feat that not much players did. Well, no one else is going to get the exception of Lionel Messi. Messi. But to answer your question, Ron, um, Cristiano, not Cristiano Ronaldo, Manchester United, they are getting better. I see improvements in play. Anthony has three goals, three league games, has had three league games and scored three goals. So that's that's something right there. Um, the team is playing better. Rashford scored a couple of goals early on in the season. I'm looking to see him um, pick it up and regain the consistency. Martial got injured, so I guess the big question mark now is is he going to start Ronaldo up front or is he going going to go back to uh Jaden Sancho, Anthony, and um Marcos Rashford front three? So we'll see how that goes. He clearly dropped uh Scott McTominay from the team, which makes sense as you have Casimir on the as you had Casemiro on the bench, and then after that, Manchester United. Uh, as for that Manchester derby, everyone was on on him, asking why he didn't start Casemiro. Some thought that he would start Casemiro in a pivot, 
alongside McTominay, which would be good, but he went to a he went with a winning team and you can't blame him for that. Um they played Europa League. I they played Europa League, they won one nil. Um it was a very scruffy game, but overall you can only beat the teams that are in front of you. Um they were never gonna win against City and that's just what it is. You're never gonna be against City. But uh let me what are your thoughts on this? Uh if United is getting better at this point, I think they are. They're in fifth place right now and they seem to be going on a onwards. They're going onwards on a part that you see them being competing for top four, maybe. Eric Ten Hag, he came in with many difficulties. A whole lot. But he seems to be getting a hang of it. He's the balance each day. And he found up a deep, deep, deep player in Anthony Martial. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anthony Martial always had a good talent. You know, he was really good at Monaco in League 1. And now he mm-hmm. seems to be showing that light. Martial released on the shackles. That was always a, a statement I used to be going on football Twitter all the time. Martial released on the shackles. That ice cold Martial. Well, he's getting ice mm-hmm. cold right now. He seems to be doing good. Ten Hag said that he just needs some minutes and he could be that player, that attacking player that actually been looking for in quite a while right now. Remember, they went through like Lukaku and all them and they are like, mm-hmm. boy, it, it's been a disaster for them for, for quite a while. But you see, Marshall is he's finally broke out with the player they actually need. Uh, the midfield, you know, the about Casemiro, he's on big wages as well. Marshall just got injured. That's the only that's the only caveat to your argument. He, he he's very fragile. Yeah, he is. And he'd be struggling injuries for quite a while too as well. So I guess Ronaldo will have to be taking a post right now. Yeah, I hope he I hope he starts. Yeah, let's see. As I said. Yeah, but then again, yeah. Uh Man United it seems to be getting better. As I said they're in fifth place. Uh, let's just see what the next game will bring them to. Let's see if they can win that game and try and move onwards. But they're a team to look out for this season still. And also they're in the Europa League as well. So Potential it. rivals. So let's see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Over to the Bundesliga. The biggest game of the weekend. The biggest game, arguably the biggest game in the Bundesliga season, the Der Klassiker. If I said that right. Or the Der Classic. Der Classica. Or Der Classica. Bayern taking on Dortmund. This ended. This was at the Signal Iduna Park um, in Dortmund, and this game was brilliant. Don't get me wrong. Um, Bayern played some brilliant ball. Probably should have won the game by at least two or three goals. Um, Leon Goretzka scored. Leroy Sané scored. But at the end, Yusuf Makoko mm. scored a brilliant goal. Yep. Anthony Modest threw away a golden opportunity. He hit, he swung after the ball. The ball was behind him. You thought he could never um, regain his composure to get another to get another chance. But at the depth, he got a header at the back post, which drew them level and the game ended 2-2 at Bayern. The emotions, the scenery, the passion, mm. the electricity. The electricity. The, that yellow. yellow wall, the electricity yeah. running through the air. It was it's absolutely good. breathtaking. 
they can't see what you're doing right now. But <laughs> I am telling you, I am telling you, this was absolutely amazing. You're the German guy. You're, you, 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 you love the Bundesliga for what it is. Ah, uh, uh, football in Deutschland. It was, mm-hmm. it was, and that match was so, so, it was, the emotions were so high. Especially Oliver Kahn. Oliver Kahn was, was so... <laughs> Oliver Kahn. He was pissed. Reaction, man. But, yo, Dortmund fans, I tell you that Yellow Wall was electrifying. Mm. They were... I want to experience like, that. If anyone yeah, from Dortmund is listening real. to this and want to buy me a ticket, real. please yeah. make it happen. Yeah, and that, and that's it. I mean, y'all can't see me, but the the the, the, balac- the balaconers I was doing is that they yes. have a, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They have like a big um like banner image thing. thing. <laughs> but, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it comes to <laughs> have like, the balaconers and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's what they were doing with this score, and man. They That's were, my new celebration was, every time I score a goal. Yeah. I tell you, man, it was, it, was, it was so cool. And I mean, boy, Dortmund, they have been through so much, but they, they deserve that draw at least. They deserve that draw. Mm, yeah. They deserve that draw. And your boys, who thought, who you said was going to get relegated, Union Berlin, go at two points clear, three points boy, clear? First Balling game, right know, now. And you know, I believe they won their, their, um, their Europa League. Yeah, you're pretty much to us. You're balling right now. Well, who knew Junior Berlin could... I didn't even know they could be doing that right now. I really didn't know, but they're doing their thing. Two points clear. Yeah, Baron, I'm sorry. Not in the top three. Dortmund not in the top four. That's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. This reminds, me of, like, this reminds me of like mid-2000 Bundesliga when Stuttgart was at least competing for the league and where the Bremen, you know, where the Bremen had like Bastos and Ozil and, and those oh, ballers. Man, yeah, it, it reminds me of that of that time right now where the smaller teams actually had better players and good players overall. But man, mm. yeah, they're doing their thing though still. I, I can't lie. They're doing their thing. Definitely, definitely. And hats off to Union. I hope they can keep this one going. I hope there's a team that can challenge Bayern. Because Bayern is still undoubtedly the favourites. Mm-hmm. Feels weird saying, but Hats off the Union. Good game, Dortmund. Nice fat back. But, hey, we'll see what happens. Rolling back to the Premier League. Chelsea under Graham Potter. I think that's five, four games. I, I think that's five, five games, four wins and a draw. Not mm. bad for, not bad for my team, you know. Mm. Abba my Yang. Abba my Yang. Scoring yeah, goals, three games, three goals. Beautiful, Sterling. I see the frustration when you were at City, but we're gonna just let that go. Um, Christian Pulisic on the score sheet for the weekend. Kai Havertz on the score sheet. Team, it's overall playing brilliantly. Um, well, not brilliantly because it could be playing better, but the team is playing better. Um, they could be playing much better. The much better, but I will say this though: the attacking play under Potter is better than. The last couple of months that from what I saw under Tuchel. Um Reese James has been a rock at the back. He's pocketed so much players so far. Zaha, who comes to mind, Rafael Leo comes to mind. You know, mm-hmm. my boy's balling. Um he did pick up a injury. He may there's a fear that there's a great fear in the Chelsea camp that he may miss the World Cup. Um as he may have to have surgery, but we'll 
update you guys um, with more news than that. But overall, the team has been playing well. Uh, what do you think from your outside perspective? Uh, to me, I think Chelsea has a form. I haven't seen some of their matches, but I watched one and two, especially in the Champions League against AC Milan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched one as at work, by the way. And they, <laughs> boy, they actually they dominated AC Milan in every aspect. They stopped playing. They stopped playing in the second half. I can't honestly yeah. say so. Yeah, but if you remember last episode, I was saying that AC Milan is a bigger team than Chelsea. Oh, no, trust me, I remember. Uh huh. Um, yeah. I'll never forget that. I mean, AC Milan still is a bigger team, but of course, Chelsea still beat them. Though. Historically, you know, yes. But yeah. now, in the, in the last 2010s, yeah. Chelsea has been the bigger yeah. team. But still, like, AC Milan, they've been doing decently in Syria, I think. But that goes back to my point, though. The level of football in Syria cannot compare to the level of football in the Premier League and even La Liga. The only team I'm afraid of from um, the Italian Syria right now is Napoli Napoli. because they just seem to be beating anything that comes grass. They destroyed Ajax, destroyed Liverpool. Mm -hmm. They're top of their league. They're on a brilliant run. Covered Scalia, baller. Oshimane came back this week. Baller, you know it's crazy. And Guisa, Baller, they, they, Mertens is gone, and like they just start playing some football now for some reason. No reason. They, they lost all the best. Kulibali yeah. gone. Mertens gone. Yeah. Right? It, Latora, oh, what's his name? It's not Latora. Um, Insigne gone. Insigne, yeah. Those guys should be gone. Is that at, at Napoli? They've been here for years. Exactly. Like, years, no hamstring. Yeah. I was so, but they start playing some ball now. Oh, no. And they are, and they are operating at a lesser budget. So uh, honestly, this is a this is a great team. Mm. This is an absolutely brilliant team. Um, hats off to the manager. Hat, I have to mention Anguisa. Mint on the ball. Mint, mint. Absolutely love how he plays. Um. And it's and it's 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 been great, good for Napoli. I, I do not want to. Fa- I, I hope Chelsea doesn't face the middle road of sixteen. Um, if we make it out of the group, Uh but as it stands, Chelsea go from yeah. top of the group, from the bottom of the group to the group. top. <laughs> hey, we will, we will. The 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 the, the role we're on and the momentum we're on should we should qualify comfortably. Speaking of making out the groups. Speaking it, speaking of making out the groups, Barcelona drew to Inter Milan midweek. Should have lost that be, game. If if Barcelona, if Inter Milan, because it's not in Barcelona's hands anymore. And I'm gonna go back and review guys a full recap for who, those who don't know. Let me start from the recap. Barcelona in the first leg of this Champions League match lost 1-0 to Inter Milan in Inter. Brilliant game. Controversial game because there's a handball that Inter should have gotten, but they didn't get it. Oh, it was a penalty. Still could have missed the penalty. Didn't have to score a penalty. But I'm going to leave it there. This was the second game. Barcelona had to win this game to keep hands, to keep the, the their, their own faith in their own hands, uh, control their own destiny, per se. This was this game was Dembele scored the scored the first goal in the first half and things were going up according to plan to Barcelona for Barcelona. But then Inter scores two, 
Latora Martinez, baller by the way, come to Chelsea, please. But uh, <laughs> baller by the way, no one cares where that came from. But baller by the way, he scores a second, sets up the third, and it's three two. From the sixtieth minute, I say 59, 68th minute, this game was going back and forth. Barcelona had no composure, no. No sense of calming down the game. No, con- no sense of controlling the game. And the entire second half. So it was literally back and forth. PK, not good enough. <laughs> Eric Garcia, what yeah. what are you doing? Apart from the cross to Lewandowski, where Lewandowski scored the, the... I think it was the third goal, that header. Eric Garcia, not good enough. Absolutely not good enough. And honestly, Inter should have won this game because at the la- at the at the end of it, instead of Slimani taking a shot, he should have passed. He should have. I think it was Gosens on the back post. On the, on the back post, he should have passed. Easy tapping, four three. Barcelona going to the uh, to the Europa League. But now because it's a draw, mathematically they're still in with a chance. But everyone expects Inter Milan to beat Victoria Prison, and. Or if Barcelona lose to Bayern on the on, on the next match day, then it could wrap up. It could be wrapped up. I'm not gonna say <laughs> that I called it yet, because when it will see how the next match day goes. It should be on the 26th of October, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm not gonna toot my horn yet and say I called it, and everyone who doubted me should go kick rocks. But we will see uh, how that goes, but uh, the f- it's there's a lot to um, um, unpack around this, so we'll have we'll speak about this more in depth on the next podcast. But let have your let me get your, your thoughts on um, that game and Barcelona potentially going to the Europa League. Boy, that game was crazy. And Barcelona defending, Barcelona defending was so bad as well. And I think PK is finished right now, to be honest. And there's so many yeah, memes man, going yeah. on about him, like with, with that defending as well. That defending was so bad. Yeah, that, he's done. The, the, the midfield as well. And you question why Dion can't get a game and he pained himself to actually stay at Barcelona. I don't know, don't know what to say about them anymore. Like they're just in such a disarray right now. And potentially in the Europa League, if they don't pick up their socks right now, and they have to pick up their socks because of the situation they are in. Financially and mm-hmm. also politically as well, because they sold most of their rights, socio politically, that they have to try and stay in the Champions League because they actually need Champions League money to stay afloat. Europa League money cannot, cannot, no, it cannot, no, it cannot. It, it cannot I think just, I think, I think just making it out the out the group stage is forty mil right there, getting all the way to the to yeah, the exactly. quarterfinals. And then, and that's just in money. You're not talking about ticket sales. They had ninety thousand at this game. Can you imagine? I would assume that they'll still have a large amount if they go in the Europa League, but the money's just not gonna be the same. Right. So we'll honestly, hey, we'll see how it all falls up. But it doesn't because it's not in their own hands. It doesn't look likely they get out the group stage. But we'll hold off on any um. Commentary right. on that until the next match day. Right. Sticking with Barcelona, they got another big game coming up. 
the biggest game in Spanish football, the biggest tie, the biggest match, El Clasico. Let me get your predictions. They're doing okay in the league so far. And also Madrid predictions. No, no, continue, but remember the predictions. Oh, oh, oh okay. And Madrid. Madrid is on good form as well, too. They're in really good form, especially in the Champions League. I think. I think Barcelona can win at least. 3 2. You, you're saying about. Is it a Barcelona? Man, I'm calling it right now. 3 0. From that, from, from Real Madrid, 3 0. They want revenge from that embarrassing defeat um, yeah. when Barcelona pitched up last season. Um, mm-hmm. I'm expecting Vinny and Benzema to turn up, to show is, up is and it, show out. Isn't Benzema injured right now? No. Oh, he okay. came back. Oh, okay. It was the it was not existed for the last game against Shakhtar, um, but he's gonna show up and show out. Mm. We're gonna have Benzema versus Lewandowski. It's gonna be a very hot El Clasico on Sunday, very and I good. am looking forward to it. <laughs> let's let's uh, switch gears a bit. Did you see what? what, what the, did you see um, the whole Mbappe situation? Yeah, I was at work and I just saw some news came up to me on ESPN and also from Romano as well. Where Mbappe, I saw that what the fuck? No, like, what the no? And look, this man wants to leave Paris Saint Germain right No, like, like, like tomorrow he'd want to leave. Man. Yep, he, he is unhappy at the club because they made certain promises to him because Mbappe complained about being played as a striker, being played as a pivot striker. Um and I, I I know it's rumors, but I think it's true because he did make a post about the pivot. He and he's sending like a subliminal message. Um he has a he doesn't want to play as the pivot striker. He wants to play in the same role as Mbapp as um, Neymar and Messi, where they're playing a bit under that striker. And PSG said they would try to sign a number nine. They did. They tried to get Lewandowski, but Lewandowski was more been, um, focused on going to Barcelona. Um, and yeah, Neymar's playing brilliantly. Messi's playing brilliantly. I mean, you're a part of that trident. I don't see why playing as a winger versus a, I don't know, nine yeah, is an problem. issue. Yeah, some problem. <laughs> you think he's just a being a big crybaby at this point? They have some problem. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to him, but they have some problem. I don't know how you going to solve it. Probably he wants to solve it by moving, but Neymar, I miss it with the man if, they, if, if he moves. That's true. All right, so if he was supposed to move, who, what teams do you think could afford him? Madrid, they still have money to buy him. Yeah, but, but I don't... But, 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 but will... Will... Perez wants to buy him though after what happened from last year. Exactly. Because remember, Perez is the is the manager or the owner that thinks that the club is bigger than any player. And it, it was kind of embarrassing how um he turned down Real Madrid. Um maybe Chelsea. Only because Todd Bowley wants that big superstar standing. Yeah, and he's a new manager. Yeah. Yeah, he wants he wants that big superstar superstar set signing. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe 
I don't know if I want to see him in the Premier League. It wouldn't be good for the league if we saw Haaland versus Mbappe, the new, the new Messi Ronaldo. Um, but yeah, hey man, Mbappe, you're making millions of dollars. So how about just don't have much to say on this topic. The Ballon d'Or is next week. Is there is is there is is there even anything much to talk about regarding the Ballon d'Or? Isn't it I, just straightforward Benzema? If it's not Benzema, it's a robbery. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, in essence, yeah, he was one of the most outstanding, outstanding player last, outstanding mm-hmm. player last last season. So I mean, yeah, I, I believe he will win it. Clear, clear. Yeah, yeah. I hope he wins it. And to be to be honest, or to be fair, uh, he would deserve it. Um, yeah, it's that it's different from other years where you could say, "Oh, but they did this, he did this." There's no one that really comes close, apart from maybe his teammate Vinicius. Right, Vinicius right. was a big player for them and Courtois. But yeah, hopefully, Benzema gets it. One of the best players in the world. And hopefully this is he can recreate the form from last season. And that's pretty much us from here. Uh, from the finals. Oh, wait. I wanted to say the baller of the week. The baller of the week is Kavatskele from Napoli. So let's give him a round of applause. And with that said, that's us. That's it for us from here at the final whistle. Uh, again, I'm your host, Javon. You can follow me at KXNG underscore Arctic on Instagram or follow the final whistle podcast. And I'm from your host, Javon. And I'm the co-host, Javier. And guys, please look on our Instagram page and also take a chance to join discussions of what we have put out. I would like if y'all subscribe, when I subscribe or follow our social media pages, you, I mean, the final whistle uh, podcast on Instagram and the, the what the final whistle without the L. You can't say it. I got you. I got you. I got you. It's yeah, follow us. Follow us on Twitter at the final whistle without the E at the end and replace it with a 10 podcast. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, I keep forgetting. You guys can't see me. But our YouTube page will be coming out soon and we, we are. Having giveaways, we're gonna have a special giveaway for our fantasy Premier League winner. Yeah, and likes. we have a bunch of apparel coming soon. So yeah. look likes, out for those. It's like seventy of y'all are in our fantasy league right now. So please look out for the giveaway posts, which should be posted soon. So I hope y'all will look out for that. And you know, y'all can still join. The season is not over yet, so join and have fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, that's pretty much it from me, myself, uh, your host, uh, Javier. Catch you guys on the flip. Thank you for tuning in. Bye, guys. <laughs>